Hello and welcome to episode eight of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how successful communicators create genuine connection. I'm Amelia Veal, and through the series, I share communication strategies that you can use. Today, I chat with Ian Steele, CEO and founder of Kickstart for Kids, a not-for-profit feeding South Australia's neediest kids and changing lives one bowl of cereal at a time. Ian is a passionate, empathetic and very matter-of-fact communicator. In this episode, he talks about the inner workings of a charitable organisation, why he makes sure he meets each one of his volunteers personally and how when you find the right people, motivating the team becomes very simple. This is Ian's version of Be The Drop. Thank you so much for coming in this morning, Ian. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here on Be The Drop. Now, you've brought in for us your item to share, which is um, connects you and your community. Can you tell me the story behind what you've brought in today? Well, I bought uh, some fruit, which we put into a bowl here. Um, and fresh fruit is something that the children that we work with don't necessarily get or they've never tasted. So. Uh, Kickstart for Kids obviously goes out and sets up breakfast programs uh, in the lower socioeconomic areas of Adelaide um, and a lot of the children that we work with have never had the opportunity to have uh, fresh fruit or fresh yoghurt, fresh milk so we uh, go out and give them the opportunity to taste fresh fruit and realise that fresh fruit grows on a tree, you know, it doesn't come from a supermarket and then our volunteers who are also part of our community go in and serve the fresh fruit and the breakfast to all of the children in the breakfast programs and teach them that apples and oranges grow on trees and they teach them to sit down at a table and talk about what they're going to do in the day uh, and, and talk to them about where fruit comes from and how healthy it is for you. Right, great, fantastic. So you touched a little bit there on who is your community. Can you explain to me the breadth and, and who is that community? Yep, sure. So um, Kickstart for Kids, as I said, is a um, charity that uh, sets up and runs breakfast programs. So Kickstart for Kids program currently runs in 240 schools around um, Metro Adelaide and regional and remote South Australia. We serve 35,000 breakfasts every single week. So that's lots and lots of children that we touch, probably seven or 8,000 children that we touch um, every day. Uh, so they're part of our community. And then the volunteers that we have 450 or 500 volunteers that go in and deliver the, the product to uh, the schools for the children to eat. We have uh, breakfast volunteers that go in and serve the breakfast to all of these beautiful children. We have reading mentors that go and help these children read and we have mentors that go in and basically help them feel good about their life and grow their self-esteem because a lot of the children that we run into and a lot of the children in our programs don't have the support at home to, uh, to read to them at night or ask them whether they've done their homework or have a kick of the footy or have a throw of the netball. So our mentors go in and play that role for them. As you can imagine, a lot of these children, um, if they're not getting breakfast, and they're not having the support at home, they're falling way behind in their um, schoolwork. So generally they're three or four years behind a child that is getting the support at home or having breakfast and having lunch. Uh, we also have van volunteers, so the guys that go and drive the, um, the vans, um, got you know, 50 or 60 of them. And we also have a team of volunteers that make sandwiches for these kids uh, every week. 
as you can imagine, the kids that don't have that support at home, don't have breakfast, certainly don't have any lunch. So we have uh, a team of volunteers that make Vegemite sandwiches and cheese sandwiches. Great. And I know that you've now also got a lot of businesses involved in the program. Yeah, that's right. So what role do they play in the community? So again, um, you know, and our community, uh, you know, reaches out to corporates, reaches out to business because we say that we are a community charity. Um, you know, you have a, um, you know, some little kids in a local primary school that are doing it really tough. A business in that local community can actually go in and help those kids that are doing it tough through volunteering, through going in, serving breakfast, mentoring, or even perhaps sponsoring a school for 12 months. So we have lots and lots of corporates that uh, donate uh, an hour every morning and, uh, and they go out to you know, only, I don't know whether I can mention names, but Colliers, uh, I gave a talk this week to, they're going out to Ingle Farm to open a breakfast program an extra day a week. So a lot of our breakfast programs don't run every day because we don't have enough volunteers to run them every day, but a corporate comes in like Collier's and they're going out to Ingle Farm to open that breakfast program an extra day. So they have a team of four that go in there every day and they work like in a monthly roster. And it's a great, it's a great team building uh, aspect of, of what we do. You know, they can talk about the kids that they're helping, they can talk about the little idiosyncrasies of the children talk about the school, talk about the community. Um, it's just a great way of capturing uh, the community in what we are, a community charity. Fabulous. Okay, so what is it that is the passion behind this community? What is it that unites them and bring them to, brings them together? Well, I think it's, um, you know, I, I go out and talk to every single volunteer that, uh, that, that works or volunteers for Kickstart for Kids. I go and chat to them, or I have talked to them about what is happening to uh, these beautiful children out there through no fault of their own um, who are doing it really really tough you know there's a there's a whole community of third of, of kids that are doing it so tough that they're living in third world conditions around Adelaide only 10 kilometers from where we're sitting right now um, and when I talk about that and I talk about some of the conditions that these children are living in through no fault of their own you know mum might be bipolar dad might be bipolar dad more often than not isn't there uh, mum might be addicted to the drugs, uh, she might be addicted to the poker machines. They just might not be able to afford breakfast because utility uh, bills are going up. Um, they might have lost their job, just might not be able to afford it. Um, so I tell the stories of how these little kids are living, um, how they go and get breakfast and food before Kickstart for Kids comes along. Uh, the conditions that they're living in, the, the conditions that they are living in because of what I've just told you about their parents, um, the fact that there is no hygiene where they live, the fact that they're living on, you know, in, in a house with no furniture or they're sleeping on the floor with no beds or they open the fridge and there's nothing in the fridge or they don't have any shoes or they've got um, lice-infected hair where their scalp's bleeding or they can't put on their shoes because a five-year-old's toenails are this long and they can't cut their own toenails. And that unites our community because um, the community, Adelaide community, cannot believe that this is happening only 10 kilometres from where they're sitting. And it's my job to create awareness to our community so they can go out and help these little kids in need. Okay, so once they're understanding the issue, what is it that you know, you're doing and how is this programming program motivating them to take action? Well, 
for an hour a week you can go and change a child's life. I know, I know that's a sweeping statement, but you can, if you volunteer into a breakfast program, you can go and serve breakfast to a young disadvantaged person. You can sit down at a table with them, which they've never ever done before, and you can talk about life. You can talk about what they're gonna to do tomorrow. And if we do that regularly, that will change that child's mindset. They won't, you know, a lot of these children are living, have been living in uh, that unemployment cycle and that poverty cycle for generations and generations. You know, I met um, three 24-year-olds the other day that had never, ever had a job in their whole life, never worked in their whole life. So they, they didn't know what it was like to get up and go to work or get a paycheck or do anything. Their paycheck, as they said to me, payday is when the dole gets paid. Now we have to change these little kids' mindset we have to get them educated, and, and I know breakfast is only a small thing, but we all know that uh, the children and, and kids, and even us, we can't work, we can't do anything when we haven't had breakfast. You know, I feel angry, I feel, um, you know, annoyed. I can't sit still when I haven't had breakfast or when I'm hungry. And it's three or four times worse for little kids. They cannot learn when they don't have breakfast. So just that little thing of going in and serving breakfast can change their life eventually. Then if we talk about mentoring, going becoming a reading mentor with a young person, you know, they never get the they never ever have anybody read to them. So it's no wonder they're three or four years behind uh, the normal kids. Or go and grow a child's self-esteem. You know, I'm going now to meet with one of our mentors, fantastic mentor, who every Friday he takes in a uh, magnifying um, uh, whatever they are, and he brings in herbs and leaves, and he puts these herbs under you know under the microscope and he looks at it with this little child and the, the child loves it. Now they're the sort of things that, that we can do to change a child's life. That's brilliant. So unfortunately we all have to deal with negativity at times. How do you handle negativity within your community? Well uh, obviously you know there's a lot of negativity about you know when you're trying to help people uh, somebody will always try and put you down somewhere you know a prime example is um, you know our breakfast programs are inclusive so anybody can go in you know it, it's about the whole community going into a breakfast program and making it a social occasion so everybody has fun um, and in doing that we hope that we catch those you know seven or eight percent of kids in that school that actually don't have anything but you know a lot of our knockers go out and say well you know i know that child had breakfast that child's affluent you know why are, why are we providing uh, breakfast? Why are you providing breakfast to kids that already have it? Um, you know, other things that I hear are, um, you know, it's not, uh, it's, it's the parent's job to feed kids. Well, you know, obviously the people that say that haven't been out and seen where, they, where these kids live. Um, all we care, you know, Kickstart for Kids, and all our community care about are, is the one little child that goes to school with no breakfast, no lunch, and doesn't get looked after at home. That's all we care about, and our community will rally and go into that school to help that one little kid. You know, and I, I um, you know, personally, I um, can't stand the word no, so no to me and sorry are two very, very negative words. Um, and if we, uh, you know, they're very easy words to say as well, you know, no is a very, you know, the amount of times that I heard no when I was setting up Kickstart for Kids, or I wanted to go into a school and set up a breakfast program, or I wanted to, um, go and ask a, um, a supermarket for some product, you know, no, 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 no. But eventually someone said yes, and here we are today. Fantastic. All right, so can you share with me Ian's be the drop tip? So your top tip for communicating within community? Well, I've just talked about it. 
never ever take the word no as the answer. Never ever take the word no as, a, as, as the answer. Always be positive, always look at the bright side of things. Always, whenever you go out and talk to people, be positive about it. And go and help somebody. So go and um, volunteer, you know, that word volunteer, um, it's used a lot, but go and volunteer. It doesn't have to be for Kickstart for Kids, it can be for anybody, but go and help somebody. Um, you know, if you see somebody in the street, say good morning to them. Make people feel good. You know, I often talk about random acts of kindness, um, and you know, they're the most easiest things to do, just like saying yes is, but not enough people do it. And if you go and uh, create a random act of kindness, or you go and volunteer, you are making the person that you're helping feel really good about themselves, but the person that's feeling really better than that is yourself. And if we do more of that as a community, the community is going to be a better place. Thanks for listening to Be The Drop podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au. New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week.